Hey, running friends. Welcome to the Wrinkled Runner podcast. I'm Sherry, the Wrinkled Runner. I'm over 50 and I love to run wherever I go, but Buffalo, New York is my home. If you are looking to start to run or you're an older runner, this podcast is especially for you, so subscribe now. I love to help people get running and keep running. Whether you have just started running or have been doing it for a while, vacations or business trips can always throw you off. When I first started out and before I was doing marathons, being away from home also meant putting a pause on running. Deciding to run on the go ushers in some additional planning on your part, but also creates a whole new level of what you can experience when you're in another part of the world or even in a city, you know, only 10 miles from your house. The first step I take when we're going to a new place is to research where to run. Depending on whether you are in a hotel or Airbnb, you may need to plan this out a bit and, you know, look for parks that are near wherever you are, wherever you're landing, Um, look at whether there's sidewalks available, those kinds of things. I have found that if I'm staying at a hotel near an airport, for example, it's very hard to run in that vicinity. There's usually just a lot of highways around and places that are very pedestrian unfriendly or even pedestrians aren't allowed. So keep that in mind if you decide you want to run where you're going when you're planning on where to stay. If you're in a house or an apartment in a more residential area, that can be your best bet in facilitating running. When we were in Lake Como in Italy several years ago, we stayed at an Airbnb and found some really cool places on our runs that we would not have found had we stayed in a hotel in some of the other areas of that place. So we found little churches in villages with beautiful artwork and stained glass that probably hardly any tourists have ever seen. We found out-of-the-way restaurants in pockets away from the crowds. We found parks and woody areas, and they were very local and very quiet. I've also, of course, been able to run if I'm staying at a hotel. And, you know, in cities around the world, there are hotels that aren't in, you know, very congested highway-like areas. You just may have to scope things out a little bit, depending on no matter where you're staying. Check out greatruns.com for places to run near where you will be. Sometimes you may have to, you know, hop a subway or uh, Uber or taxi or whatever to get out to places where you can run. But if you scope those things out ahead of time, then you'll be ready to go in the morning. You can figure out when you have to get up or whatever to get to those places if there aren't places like right around you that you'll be able to go. Also check out the weather conditions. Now you're probably already going to know what they're going to be like because if your whole vacation is probably planned around, well, I want to be in the tropics or I want to be somewhere where I can see the fall leaves or whatever. If it's a vacation, you probably already know what the weather's going to be like. But if you're going away on a business trip, then you may have to check out the next week's weather for that area just so that you know what to pack for running. Shorts and a t-shirt are super easy for a lot of us when we're going on vacation, but it can get a little trickier if it's going to be cooler. It's also a little heavier for your luggage 
when you have to pack hats and gloves and pants and all those kinds of things. So if I'm staying in an Airbnb, I always make sure there are laundry facilities so that I can lessen the amount of running clothes and regular clothes for that matter, just if I'm going to be in an Airbnb. If I'm in a hotel, I pack hand washing detergent for athletic gear and I do that by hand, but I find that for quote unquote regular clothes, they don't dry as quickly. They don't seem to dry as fast as that technical fabric does. So I do not plan on wearing the same thing more than once if I'm going to be staying at a hotel. Now for my running clothes, I can, I find that they will dry pretty much overnight based on how I wash them. So I only really need to pack two sets uh, of running clothes just because it gives it a little more time to dry. I could probably get away with one set, but I never, I cannot stand putting on wet clothes, which is why I always pack like five bathing suits when I go on vacation because I can't stand putting on anything wet. So just to make sure, I always pack two sets of running clothes. So what I do is I'll run. When I get back from the run, I fill up the sink or it's separate. If there's a separate tub, I'll fill that up and add my hand washing detergent, get that all sudsy, take my clothes off, put it in that water just to soak, take my shower. I get all that done and then I come out. Then I rub the clothes together and uh, agitate the soap and clean them off. Rinse them really, really well. You want to rinse them well. You don't want all this residual soap in there, especially mixing with sweat while you're on the run. That can, especially if you have sensitive skin, that could really uh, make things uncomfortable. So rinse it really, really well. Wring it out as best you can. Just keep wringing it and wringing it and then, you know, let it go and then wring it some more and then roll it up in a towel. And I kind of put like my shirt down and then put a fold of a uh, towel over that, lay my shorts or whatever next to that where the, where it's folded over and then fold that over again and just roll everything up in the towel. And then I just let that sit for a few hours. I just go out and do whatever vacation stuff I'm going to be doing. And then when I get back to the hotel, either late afternoon before dinner or whatever, I'll take it out of that roll and then I just hang stuff on doorknobs and usually not in the bathroom just because the bathroom tends to be more humid and so things don't dry as fast, but I'll hang it over the door to go out or I'll hang it over one of the handles on the dresser, wherever you can find to hang your clothes, hang it out. They won't, they shouldn't drip because you've already got it rolled up in the towel. And then I find the next morning they're perfectly dry and ready to go. Another thing I do when I'm running on the go is I make sure I pack uh, one of those flip belts and you can look that up if you don't know what that is, just to carry your phone with you and your identification. The last thing you want to do is get hurt or lost when you're somewhere that you don't speak the language and nobody can find any information on you whatsoever. So carry either a paper with you that has a significant other's phone number, somebody that they can contact. Carrying your, your real papers like licenses and stuff can get a little dicey if you're in another country. 
But what I tend to do is you can buy laminating sheets that it's just kind of sticky and you can press something together to make it laminated when it's really not laminated from a machine. And I know I'm, I'm not describing that well at all, but I'll put a link in the show notes so that you can see what I'm talking about. Uh, when we lived in Shanghai, we had a driver because driving around Shanghai uh, for a foreigner is not fun. And so, and we were there living there uh, for business. So we had a driver and what I had him do was write in Mandarin the my name and his name so that if ever I was in the hospital or somebody found me and couldn't, they couldn't understand me, they could contact our driver, also my husband's name and his number. And I just carried that with me whenever I went for a run. In that way, I would be able to get in touch with, have somebody get in touch with somebody that knew me and would be able to figure out what to do, figure out how to get my husband involved, all that kind of stuff. When I go to another country, I just Google Translate any information that I think would be helpful to somebody finding me that I couldn't communicate with, and I just carry that around with me, just even a piece of paper. Also, investigate what phone things that you can do to have your phone available for you when you're in another country, just so that if you get lost while on the run or something happens, you're able to contact somebody. I have a plan where they don't start charging you until you turn it on for that day. So you could even have that kind of in your back pocket, even if you don't normally turn your phone on when you're, especially in another country. Say you're going to Paris, all right, and you Google running in Paris. That's going to bring up a whole bunch of information that's going to be really helpful to you to know before you go. It will tell you places to run. It will tell you kind of the customs and the rules that the locals follow with running. Uh, it's helpful to know that if you're running just down a normal street, that people don't do that and you're going to get people yelling at you or looking at you funny or whatever. It's just helpful to know the customs that the local runners follow and where the best places to run is for that. Some of these cities are so busy and so hectic with the driving that you're you're going to have a very hard time getting any mileage in or getting uh, any kind of run in just because you're running from one block to the next and having to stop and having to wait for lights and having to dodge and weave through all these people where maybe just Googling running in that particular city, you're going to be able to find a park that you never would even know, but you're able to take a quick metro to, and you're going to be able to get a nice, quiet run in. So to so do a little bit of research before you go somewhere about running in that particular place, and that will go a long way to making running much more enjoyable for you when you're going somewhere else. Keeping hydrated and keeping your fueling normal, you know, regular, what you usually do is very important when you're going somewhere, especially for those of us who do go to like a tropical place for a vacation, packing that hydration vest or, or the hydration belt or whatever 
is very important and I know it's more weight and so a lot of times we pack so that it can be as light as possible but it's very important that you stay hydrated and you're able to continue a fueling routine especially if you're going to be going more than a few miles while on the run so keep that in mind when you pack don't toss it aside and say well this adds another half pound so I can't take that other pair of shoes make sure you're staying hydrated especially you can get lost when you're going running you might not be really thinking about which block you're turning on and where you're going and if you do get lost it's really great to have some extra water with you uh, as you're trying to work your way back to wherever you're going. And some of these places are, the heat can be different than what you're used to. It can be a lot hotter than what you're used to. So it's really important to keep up with that fueling and hydration. Keep that in mind. Make sure you plan for it. Make sure you pack for it. One of the best things about running on vacation is the ability to sightsee. You can plan your route around anything that you may want to explore. It's so cool to me to go to places that I went to before I ran when I was on vacation and then go to them while running and seeing how they all connect instead of like, you know, I usually would use a subway or whatever and dip into the subway and then come out at this tourist attraction and then go back into the subway and come out at this tour tourist attraction. When you run, you can see how all of these things and how the whole city or town or wherever you are connects and, and all forms together. And it is just so cool to have the ability to do that on the run. You can run from sightseeing place to sightseeing place. Most of us who run will do it in the morning, especially if we're on vacation. And you can beat all the tourist crowds if it's an outdoor place. It's just it's just the coolest thing. And I I can't describe how awesome it is to run while on vacation and be able to see some of these things in the quiet hours of the morning before the, all the tourist crowds get there. Don't worry about your pace or your distance. Allow yourself to stop, take pictures, see all the things. And if you see something interesting, stop. Pause your watch if you have to, but just stop, look, see the cool little things that you might see, the little details that most people don't even notice, you're going to be able to see because you're running by them. You're not driving by them. They're not above, above you while you're in the subway. Allow that whole experience of running somewhere else to kind of envelope you while you're doing it. It will just give you a whole new layer of your vacation that you wouldn't normally be able to have. The other thing I'm going to say is if you have family waiting for you, back at the hotel or back at the Airbnb or whatever. Keep that in mind. Plan for that. You may have to get up a bit earlier, which, you know, sometimes isn't fun on vacation. You don't want to get up at 6.30 in the morning to get that run in. So allow for you to just decide you're not going to run that day. Don't let training or don't let whatever become so encompassing that 
you let it take over even your vacation. You are there for rest and relaxation. Rest and recovery is very important. So if you plan for four runs while you're away and you only get in three, that's fine. Running while on vacation is awesome. It helps you stay consistent. It allows you to see things you might not normally see, but don't sacrifice your family time and rest and recovery and relaxation for that. You have to have that balance and plan all the stuff so that there is that balance. So there's a great site online called GoRunningTours.com. You can book a run with a local. You can choose different tours based on wherever you're going. Choose your distance. You sightsee while on the run. It is a wonderful way to see the destination. They have hundreds of tours. Check it out. Look at the different tours that are available. You can book a one-on-one tour or if you run with a significant other or you're with a group of people, you can book it so that all of you can go. You go early in the morning. Again, you beat the crowds. You see some really cool areas that you might not normally see. You get a history lesson on all the different things that you're seeing that just walking by a place. Things can be really cool, but knowing the history behind it and some of the things that the locals know about it just gives it an added element of just how cool it actually is. It's well worth your time to do this and it's well worth the money. I highly recommend GoRunningTours.com. Check it out. Next time you go somewhere, go there and see if they do one of these running tours where you're going and do it. (laughs) Just do it. So running while away is something to consider if you haven't done it before. It helps you stay consistent, like I said, and I promise you're going to see and experience things you wouldn't normally. Some of the coolest things have happened while running to me in another city or country and the runners will wave and smile as you pass because that's just universal so go ahead give it a try plan a run while you're on vacation i hope you enjoyed today's episode if you know another runner who could benefit from today's topic go ahead and share it do you have any running questions you can ask me Email me at sherry at wrinkledrunner.com and if I can't answer your question, I will do the research to find the answer and share it with you. The questions I get from listeners like you help me develop episodes, so please don't be shy. You can sign up for my once a month newsletter using the link provided so that you can have all the Wrinkled Runner resources from the past month all in one place. I also have opened up my virtual coaching in addition to coaching one-on-one with those in the Buffalo, New York area. So head to my coaching page on the Wrinkled Runner website, which I will, of course, link to, and check out how we may be able to work together. Until next Monday, thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the run.